What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. How's it going? Okay. <laughs> How many times can we do this uh, intro and still fuck it up every time? We're going to have a great show for you today. I'm Bob in the studio. We have Bob in the field over there. Bob, how's it going? Pretty good, Bob. How you doing, Bob? Good. And I got Bob next to me here. Hey, Bob. Thanks. No, I'm Joe. I don't know what that was. I don't being either. Sp- what being the fuck is going caster. on? I don't know. Uh, no, I'm Joe. Jen's here. Ben's here. Lene is going to be here shortly. And we have, uh, I don't even know how many times she's been here now, but Monica Perez from the Propaganda Report, monicasdeepdives.com. And I want to say this is like your fourth time being here. What Have you kept count? I think so. I think I feel like I was one of your earliest guests. It was one of the first yeah. like three, I believe. Yeah. Yes. I, I like that. I feel complimented. I feel like a bond with the show. Yeah, it's been two and a half years now. I know you guys have been going longer than that. But wow, that like I've I've been. This is my tenth year in broadcasting. You have that radio Jeez. voice down perfect. Yes, I could even do like the NPR thing where it's like sweaty balls, these <laughs> sweaty salty balls. Boner for Christmas. <laughs> Some ASMR stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I saw AOC like dancing, sitting on the floor of a stage, and I just when I envision her as a college intern for Ted Kennedy, the most important senator of all time, and I think that people believe that she's just somebody who's like <laughs> fell into it and eats popcorn loudly, and like it's being a congressman, it's easy. I mean, you just have to feel, you just have to feel your way through it. It's like, no. <laughs> Wasn't she a, a bartender or something? She, oh, don't even get me started on that. Yeah. That is bullshit. That's what <laughs> I have to say. No, I will tell you. I'm going to tell you that. Because you, she you has know. this thing where she's like a waitress or whatever. And I was really on it because she's a created person. And I found like a lot of inconsistencies in the story of where she supposedly was a waitress. And um, finally, like one of the stories was about a place that didn't even exist when she was supposedly the waitress. And when she was supposedly bailing her family out of financial problems, it was really because her dad's will was being disputed, which means there were assets. And one thing I looked at, I was like, I don't even think she was a bartender. They're like, she's a craft cocktail bartender. And I always want, I know like a little bit about that. And I could ask her questions. I always wanted to like be in the audience. Just like, I just want to ask you one question. Like, what's the difference between a sour and a flip? And given that she would absolutely <laughs> not know that, I was like busted. But I was watching Jeopardy at my mom's. And there was this like, I think he was a self-proclaimed autistic guy. He had been a craft cocktail bartender his name was austin 
And he just, I should, maybe he isn't autistic. I'm sorry. I don't want to like label people. I know a lot of autistic people. I don't know who would be insulted. The autistic Well, technically you're not labeling him if he's self-proclaimed, right? I think he was self-proclaimed, ah, but I mean, if he uh, wasn't. Answer your question, uh, self or autistic people are not offended by anything as are, uh, we'll say mentally handicapped people. They're not offended okay. by it. It's everyone who isn't that's offended okay. by it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have a son with Down syndrome and we know a lot of people with autism and I've never had a problem with them. I don't want to insult Austin. I was a big fan of his. But what happened was he was so wildly popular and he was a big winner on Jeopardy. And I thought to myself, she used to say she was a waitress and now it says she's a bartender. And I thought they changed the story. And I went back to look and to see if the when the month that he was on Jeopardy, if that's when the story changed from when she was a waitress to when she was a bartender. And it was. So I'm not saying I'm not saying any, all I'm saying is I call bullshit on that. So go into a little bit uh, while I have you on this topic. Uh, I've heard you mention that a lot of times about different people like Obama and other people. What What's your definition or your idea of a created person? So I coined the term. It's in my glossary. And it's people who... So my first example was Fidel Castro. So I'm not 100% positive, but there is a letter that's in evidence document that he wrote to FDR when he was 12 years old saying, I will do anything for this country, for America. He was a Cuban kid. And I'm like, I think they took him up on it. And like James Comey, when he was 17, several times the government's had to spend millions of dollars for James Comey's lies. So when he was 17, he identified the Ramsey rapist as some particular guy. And the guy went to jail and everything. And they had to pay him three and a half million dollars, I think was the number because it was absolutely untrue. It wasn't him. And I think that they kind of identified Comey the way they identified George Soros when he was 14 and working for the Nazis. Like this guy will do anything. Like he's a sociopath, has no conscience, and we can we can work with this guy. We don't so, have to pay him that much. He's just going to do it. Yeah, he's into it. So I think especially people like Stacey Abrams and AOC, one of the things is they, that you see these high schools or programs for really talented people of color. In one case, she AOC got scholarships and stuff or whatever was in a program for Hispanic, like high achieving Hispanics. And Stacey Abrams went to this thing called the Telluride. Uh, I, I forget what exactly it was called. And I think it was for people of color, but it certainly had a lot to do with... Um, you know, I don't know. They make it look like it's giving somebody a hand up. But what I actually think it is, is getting their face jobs in place, like getting their forward, their face fronting people of color to deliver their globalist, like CFR kind of messages, but make it look like it's coming. Because Stacey Abrams has actually said, you can tell by looking at me that I can be trusted. And, and that, I think, is what their job is. And so they take these people in high school, they screen them, whether they, you know, maybe Young Global Shapers is like that. There's a lot of those World Economic Forum ones. And I think they identify the people as teenagers and just hopefully they, they want people who probably don't really know what they're doing. I think AOC does know because she's acting stupid on purpose. But yeah, they just make, I think they, they create people, they create their persona. I think Obama is one of those people like his, when he was in Indonesia, he was the, the adopted son of a guy who was working for union oil in, uh, as a liaison with the coup U S coup installed government over there. I mean, Obama was deep state from the day he was born, probably the day he was conceived. And you just, they just think of him as, you know, 
hopey changey. You got to, you know, like he's going to heal this country and all of that, you know? It, they just remind me of uh, the West version of royalty where they're just born into this particular family that grooms them from the time they're young and for a particular purpose to be a, the face job of whatever, you know, agenda they're pushing. They're not, they're not really real people. They're kind of automatons, you know? The, That's a good point. And I think they sacrifice their kids to it. I think that, that when you think, well, don't people care about their kids? I think they're, that this, that's when I start wondering if there's a occult elements to it. Like they have little chill. There was one woman who made such a convincing, it was like an hour and a half. She was crying and talking to some interviewer or testifying before an impromptu court or whatever that like her parents had her and her sister as little kids conduct these human hunting parties. And like men would chase these naked kids around and, I could finish that story too, but it was, it's pretty gruesome. And well, I think, I, yeah, they do. Uh, sorry. I was going to say, I think in a lot of ways, it's not as much a literal sacrifice, although I'm not saying that that's not existent, but I think a lot of it is the commitment, whether it be, uh, you know, two generations, three generations, however long, it's the idea of procuring a certain spot, whether it be in social status or in upper economics or wealth or whatever have you, uh, with the promise of basically tutoring and raising these kids as part of another cog in their machine. And they have to have, you know, certain criteria or this, that, and the other. It, it kind of goes along with, you know, we've known for a long time, all the tabloids have been fake for forever. You know, oh my gosh, so-and-so's cheating on so-and-so. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that that's fabricated. Uh, and I think a lot of that is nothing more than possible eugenics and uh, the idea of putting people together for the procurement of children specific DNA wow. children lineage so that they can be used as tools for uh their own gain as long as they you know turn them over you just blew my mind with that one like uh <laughs> so so is it I'm, I'm thinking that there man you can bring what i'm saying back to what you're saying maybe that they have like different kids they use for different things like the hinkley who shot hw no <clears throat> hw right the father hinkley's uh hinkley who shot reagan his family was friends with the bushes who was the vice president under reagan right. and but they but why would they sacrifice this kid well he had mental health issues supposedly and right. like the jfk's father my mother said he gave Rosemary, JFK's sister, a lobotomy because she was promiscuous, not because there was something wrong with her. So, and then they just right. locked her away. So they will offer some of their kids up. They will sacrifice them. I think that's possible. Yeah, I think that's possible. And what what are you saying? Like that's the payment they make, like a John Benet Ramsey kind of idea that they they're yeah in, making in, a like, human sacrifice really. Well, that's what I'm saying is I'm saying the actual death of the child in a human sacrificial way. I'm not saying that that's not prevalent and at all you know plausible. I think right, right, anything wow. oh, is. Great. But but my thing is is that I think that it's more of um, somewhat of an organic MK Ultra kind of thing where. Um, they get these kids that are born from people that they've picked out. And basically those kids get committed, whether you want to call them a sleeper agent or that kind of idea, they get tutoraged through society the way that they were promised that they would be. And in exchange, they get wealth, money, power, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever the price tag or blank check is, these kids are now 
being raised for the purpose of then entering politics, entering the social arena, entering this, that, and the other. That's really interesting. And I wonder if it's kind of like Britney Spears and like the people who are in the Mickey Mouse Club. They're always, these child actors are always fucked up, like always. Oh, yeah. And then, well, maybe not always, but most of the time. So they're they're selling their souls and they're ending up being part of this elite. But I can't, you know, that's interesting because you can't imagine they're any more psychologically healthy than the little child stars. So maybe, maybe, maybe their system doesn't really, maybe that's the weakness in their system. What well, I think that's the one when that uh, started too, because like the child actors of the past, like Shirley Temple, was she kind of fucked up too? Cause I can't remember. It, I feel it was like so she dropped ago. out and got married and just withdrew. And then she became Shirley Temple <clears throat> black and she was a UN Mm-hmm. ambassador, ambassador like Audrey Hepburn was yeah that's that's yeah. weird in itself right there yeah. oh yeah that is weird yeah and you, you brought I up an interest any... oh I was just gonna say really quick I think that any parent who lets their child go into that industry and then follows through with everything the industry wants that child to do and then they impose the same you know, philosophies on their children that is coming back to them like, hey, your kid's going to have to do this. She might have to dress a little promiscuously. And then they're like, yep, you're doing this to have a parent tell that to the child on top of the industry saying that to both of them. That's going to fuck up a kid no matter what. Well, and you get these shithead parents like the Spears family where they don't give a fuck what their daughter goes through. They're like, ka-ching, that's a cash register kid right there. The kids within the beauty pageants, things like that. It's it's all already in the household. It's all what? It's all already gross in their household. Like there's something yes. wrong already to That's, even get to that point. That is the weird thing about John Benet Ramsey. But what Ben was saying also about like they kind of promise them stuff. And I'm sure that starts really young because that is what you, I, my son, I never ever go in for this stuff, but he it was like a Down syndrome thing. They want to take a picture of him and he just wouldn't cooperate. And I knew he wouldn't because he could never sit still. So I left, I had to go like get my other kid and there were a lot of people around. So I left and I came back and he was like totally cooperating. And I was like, wow, how did you do that? And he looks up at me and he says, I just had a Coke for the first time and I freaking love it. And I was (laughs) like, oh, so you had like candy. And I imagine like if he wasn't five, it would have been something else. And he's all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Yeah, he was all jacked up. Real quick, one of the things that I was thinking of is what's the other flip side of that? What's the control? How do they control that influx? Um, Obviously, uh, I guess you could call it child or baby procurement has been a thing for a very long time. You can even read about it in old, you know, manuscripts. Give me your firstborn, right? Isaac. Isaac, Isaac, uh, you know, the plague that killed all the firstborns in Egypt. Jesus. Fuck. Um, but no, my thing is, is that if you look backwards at it, they can make anything happen. So what you said about them lobotomizing her, the first thing I thought of is, okay, so let's for a second, pretend that they're not actually looking at themselves as the parents, they're getting paired up to have a child to be used for someone else's, you know, nefarious purposes. That baby's not going to be raised with those parents. They're going to be raised. They can wipe their identity. They can literally create an entire new thing for this child based strictly on the pair that they have paired up for that child. So now you have somebody walking into politics with the last name of, I don't know, Kennedy. But in reality, it was born from other parents, but raised in a household based on those genetics to be raised a particular way, whether it be high IQ, certain looks, 
You mentioned, you know, look at my face. I look like somebody you can trust, whether it be plastic surgery, oh, all of these wow. things. Oh, wow. That's so really interesting. My, my idea is that it's nothing more than property. It's, it's, it's nothing more than property for sale. Yeah, biologically, they may have these children, but to them, it's just, it's just signing, signing that check so that they can cash it. It's like early slavery. It's like slavery from birth. Right. So, and they can make all of it go away if there's a whistleblower. So for instance, they come up just out of, you know, example, maybe she wasn't promiscuous. That's the, that's the cover front for lobotomizing her. So she doesn't talk. Those are the kind of instances that I'm talking about. So uh, Monica, obviously Ben has gone full off the deep end since we started this show and I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm actually looking up a reference to a book that I read. I read a book. I, I was just laying on my mother's house. So I read it, Harlan Coben. I never indulge in fiction, but it was there. I read it, had jet lag called Runaway. And I was also just started watching Blacklist. Don't tell me anything about that show because I'm the first season and I really liked we watched one episode of that. I haven't seen it. As long as it was before the one I'm watching. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to have a ball. Nothing. Don't tell me anything about it. So because it's hard because it has to I have to agree with my normie husband. It's like very difficult <laughs> to find anything that we can watch. I can't watch anything. I can't watch the news. I can barely watch sports because I'm just like, that isn't real. There's no <laughs> chance. Who would make a call like that? Well, he's an idiot. He's not. He's a professional no, football coach. He's not an rigged. idiot. I get you rigged. Colin Kaepernick. But in the in these two things that I uh, one blacklist episode and one this book Harlan Runaway in both cases there was a ritualistic um, highly curated genetically uh, birthing system you know that wasn't a parental thing and these kids were being used for nefarious purposes and it's just when you see a theme recur I yeah. can't help but think that there's some there has to be some corollary in reality to it whether it's predictive well, programming or not I just feel like it's if someone can think of it they're trying it well and Joe's mentioned several times you know it's kind of like numerology once you get, if you really let yourself get into it, you'll see a pattern in everything. It's numbers. It's really easy to do that. That's why we learn them. Um, but you start seeing patterns socially, whether it be behaviorally or uh, uh, psychologically, um, that it ends up being a pattern. And so I was just talking about this with Lene last night, where these time periods in history where large scale changes happened, and then there was like, kind of a plateau for several hundred years before these next multiple instances of world changing events would happen. And of course, this is based off of the amount of history that, you know, what we have, whether it's true or not. So whenever you have those patterns, that's where you start to look what 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 you know, what's the root of it? it there's, you know, the saying in ignorance of history is history repeated. So it's one of those things where you start to see the patterns and you go, okay, we're due for another one. I think that we're in that. Well, I get the whole, like the numerology thing that I, yeah, said that I can't deal with that because as no. soon as the patterns start not making sense, they say, well, there are like four different systems of numerology. <laughs> so if you switch right. to this other system, then that pattern is consistent with this other. I can't deal with that. At all. Well, that's what the mainstream yes. media does to us every day. Yes. Like, oh, explain that. They're totally working. We just, yeah. uh, and ca to caveat this, I have a lot of friends and people in this community that are Yes, great. I know. Me too. And Wait till I hit the hat flat earthers in a minute. 
yeah. <laughs> a lot of it makes a lot of fucking oh, sense yeah, but yeah. like ben was saying oh or like you were saying whoever yeah there's like four different systems of gematria there's like traditional or like uh hebrew or whatever, all these different things like if you use this one it makes sense like it's oh, the come same on, with wordplay too when people say this yep. word came from this word but they're saying it in the english language and i'm like i well, like that, that translate across exactly. every single that language that one i like I was what? just talking about. There's no such thing name. as a false cognate. I think you're wrong about that one. <laughs> I do. I think, oh. like, I think my son. You might have met him at one point or another, Fat Mitch. He. So I was like, "Do you call? Does he get insulted if you call him that?" But he's not actually fat. But uh, um, <laughs> he. So he was saying he was reading that salts of salvation thing do you know about this there's like 12 salts that you need like depending i don't know if it's supposed to be tied with astrology it's supposed to tie in with the bible i'm not sure exactly but he, like that? yes yes i think that's yeah. it so he he told me he's like you're magnesium deficient i'm like i actually am magnesium deficient he's like yeah i can tell because of whatever and i'm not saying that that's correct or whatever it, it what it is it happens to be true every time we address something with the salts because we bought all the salts but he was saying that the ancient truth that they don't want us to know about, and he's not like Ben, who's down in the rabbit hole here, like down in the rabbit hole inside the rabbit oh, hole. Oh, these he's, last 48 hours, I've gone so oh, fucking deep that I'm not sure I can come back. Well, I want to hear it. And the only conclusion is that what Mitch was saying is that you can't, that the hidden information is in just the roots of the word. So if you just look at a right. word, you can go back to the Greek or whatever the root is, and there is a truth there. Like if it's a compound word, he would give you a bunch of examples, but he'll do it with any word. It's like, just go back and look at the word and you can know what it real, what it's deep ancient meaning is. And that I think is a little different from the numbers where you, unless they tell me in advance, which system we're going to use this time. It's, right. I don't well, think that's a uh, box saga stuff. Yeah. Our buddy, Andy, I think he, you were just on his show yeah. not that long ago, the deep share. Yeah. He, yeah. Uh, that was a good one. He's into that box saga stuff. You've never looked into that yourself. It's a fucking trip. Like it's out there, but it, it has what the same thing. The, the sound of words was like an ancient language or Ben would probably actually. Not the sound. I'm not talking about the sound, but yeah. Okay. So Ben, why are you in a, in a rabbit hole inside a rabbit hole? I'm talking about the sound. So Monica, I was talking oh, about the sound I was going to go word. back and say, I shut you up, Jeff. No, but, no, no yeah. it's okay. Because you were like, I like that one. I understand the meanings of the words oh. can relate. That's different. Oh. They're saying that the sound of the word sounds like this other thing. And that's where it correlates. And where I just kind I of. I never even heard of the that. Stop is where it's kind of like box saga stuff. Like what Joe was yeah. going to go into where they're talking about root language, but it's ROT like rot language and it's root. But I'm like, what is root in like German or Hebrew right. or any language in the fucking yeah. whole world. And if it doesn't sound the same, you can't just say that that's the same because of this. And I'm not. Yes, that's not, easy to debunk. I'm not relating it fact, to talk it either. It's just the sound. People relate the sounds and I just don't get that. I've looked up occult and culture and cult. And you would think that all three are the same, but one of them isn't. Like you can see, so the etymology of the words will help you understand that as well. So I, I'm not sure, like cult is either culture or occult. So it's either what's happening or it's the secret. Like, I don't know. I should probably look it up right now, but I don't want to uh, lose my train of thought. And I want to hear where, let's get down into Ben's rabbit hole oh, inside Jesus. the rabbit hole. What do, you think? I don't yeah, know. Gonna be do we not want that? <laughs> I don't, no, no, no. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. Oh, sorry, Jen. 
No, no. I was like, go, go. <laughs> oh, so I'll touch on two things. Uh, one, yesterday I listened to a three-hour podcast uh, for, featuring Paul Willis or Paul Wallace. Um, he does an entire book series, uh, Scars of Eden and a bunch of the other things where he brings all of these things that have started to come about in the last century and has an explanation for it, which ties a lot of things in. Um, so the Eden story, he first of all, he started out as, I believe, a, a, a priest in a parish and a very godly man tried to follow everything to a T. And he started having these paranormal encounters um, and these little intuitions and premonitions and things of that nature. So he started delving into um, what his degree is in, which is linguistics. And what he started getting into was that he started taking parts of the Bible that for a very long time, people can't really wrap their mind around because whether it be the version of the Bible they're reading, how old it is. Um, and this has been something that we've all talked about on the show several times. Uh, hardcore Baptists will always go into why the 1611 King James Version is the word of God. And that is the seventh translation in the English language alone, which was then which was translated from another language, which was translated from the original. I wasn't languages. allowed to read that, just so you know. What's that? We're not allowed to read the King's James King James Version. That's probably for your benefit. So it was this uh, it was this idea that if you take certain words, for instance, the what what got started on us was one of the words in the Bible uh, at the very beginning in Genesis. It calls um, God Elohim, and Elohim is a Hebrew word. But the 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 problem with linguistics is he has this uh, term called affrication. Affrication is where the same word in the same language over time starts to soften or harden, which then puts into effect dialect. Dialect then can have different meanings to words that now sound different. So for instance, if you take an English person that's never heard an American accent and an American who's never heard a British accent, you're going to be able to understand each other. But if you take somebody who has a Cockney British accent, you're not going to be able to understand a word of it. They use different words, although they are a part of Britain. And so it's one of those things where what started out as a hard S ends up being an ST, ends up being a T. So he's looking at Elohim and he started actually diving into what Elohim meant at the time that it would have been written, not the way that we translate the Hebrew word today. Well, El means God. So what does Ohim mean? Us. It's plural. Uh, Gnosticism. So the the it idea that you're saying, but, but, well, he does touch on Gnosticism, but it's See, this idea. The answer was in the word. It's it's the idea that the perspective is all kind of tied together. It's like you know the saying, uh, the best lies are are mixed with truth. Yes, because then it's yeah. hard it's hard to actually say that it's a lie when there are parts of it that are true. So, all of the media. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. It doesn't They'll, work. It's like the Rolling Stones. I mean, they couldn't control your mind if they weren't really awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, sorry. They, is that bad? He, Did it, is no. that? Am I outing their Tavistock connection? I, I, oh, not at all. No, we've we've gone into we've that gone before, into that which is a too. real yes, bummer. I love Tavistock. Say it again. Sorry, I talked. About Oh, no, I said it's a real bummer. We've gone into that shit and it, yes. it sucks because I'm a big classic rock fan. So I, I, it's a sort of I'm spot. not and it's still super depressing. No, it's totally, I won't have it. Like my 
go-to outfit. I go to festivals. I always have rock t-shirt, a blazer. My husband's like, you look great. I'm like, I know. But every once in a while, someone would be like, MK Ultra. I'm like, it's no, I'm not, I'm not MK Ultraing anybody. <laughs> I've heard you talk about Grateful Dead before too. He won't hey. let me talk about the Grateful Dead. My husband won't because he's a complete deadhead and he's just like, I don't want right. to hear it. I'm like, but, and I, and I just won't because it would really ruin it for him. And I really don't want to. Yeah, the first it. time I heard it, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. No, this, nope. Yeah. Okay. no, it's totally, I don't even, although they did give everybody acid and people completely. No, it makes total sense. Out. That's what pisses me off is it makes total sense. I'm like, they wouldn't damn. necessarily have known it. And I mean, I would say, and the music is still good, but, and anyway, no, I actually, I like the American beauty or whatever like i like the studio stuff but i just that fucking 20 minutes of drum space or whatever uh, oh no 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 i just can't Not i can't handle it. it although i went to fare thee well which was the chicago like 50th anniversary goodbye tour with trey anastasi or anastasia whatever you call him in new york it would be anastasia but uh so then under those unique circumstances i understood the whole the whole thing <laughs> i really under got those that. unique circumstances i'm gonna say that you were high as a motherfucking kite yeah, yeah. all i will at, say is this not at work i did That's not the... partake of this particular thing but it was the first time i ever witnessed vaping and <laughs> no because that was a long time ago right the 50th thing and two yeah. of the people we were with 30 people two of the people ended up in the hospital because oh, it freaked them out whoa no not because they're pussies these are old school deadheads but they were used to just like actual weeds that grew out of the ground so when they were passing whatever this thing people were just like oh you take as huge a hit as you can possibly hold in your lungs and hold it in as long as possible <clears throat> not really realizing there's like a fucking dial or something i don't know yeah. and and i know that like now if we were all there again nobody would have gone to the hospital because you just know oh you think you're gonna die but what you really need to do is just rock back and forth in the corner for a couple of hours because that's all you're gonna do at the hospital anyway yeah. here's a grilled and cheese you'll be fine <laughs> so um but yes and it's kind of i feel like the dead show thing also is kind of like um not being able to take your cell phone to the golf course it's like or 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 sports going to sports i was like you're wait you you have tickets to a game so you're allowed to go sit there for six hours while i do all the laundry take care of all the kids and cook dinner and whatever and that's just why? Well, because you have tickets. It's like, okay, now I understand what live events are for. Yeah. Anyway, anyway Ben, sorry. We, we cut you off in the yeah, middle I know, of your, totally. your rabbit hole. It's because I'm like, I'm my third glass of wine. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, it's okay. This is how our show always goes. Fully submerged. Um, so when I explained it to Linnea last night, it had all been running through my head. For like the last hour at work, I'm connecting all of these dots. Um, One of the things that kind of connected was... uh they were talking about the Smithsonian and these were a couple of podcasts that I seasons apart, but I happened to listen to them back to back at work and they were talking about the same thing. Um, but long story short, they're finding these large, fully complete thousands of year old giant remains. They all have six fingers and six toes. They found them across the, uh, the North America's South America's and in other countries. Now, the issue is, is that every time they've tried to commit them to the Smithsonian, after having them dated and looked at and all this, 
the Smithsonian for a very long time, which by the way, was founded in 1886, right before 1890. That was another Dinosaurs. God I connected. Um, they would commit them to the Smithsonian and they would disappear. They would never end up in the museum. There was never a paper trail and they would say that they couldn't find them. Now this happened like so WikiLeaks. often. Yes, this happened so often that they called out the guy who started it. And the guy who started, or he was just resisting taking them. Like, no, they've got to be fake. Nobody's that tall. You're talking anywhere between uh, eight and up to 13 foot giants um, with skulls that they measured at like 24 to 36 inches, just like massive fucking skulls. And all of them had six fingers and six toes. Well, if you go look back at the Book of Enoch, you're talking about Nephilim, the Watchers, uh, Anunnaki, all of these different things. And when you look at all of the worldwide religions, they all have stories of giants. Okay. Now, obviously, there was several puns in there about giants being dino fuckers um, and trying to interbreed with dinos. And that's why you find giant remains next to uh, dinosaurs and stuff like that. Um, but the idea is, why would a Darwinian institution deny giants because it would show the opposite of evolution it would show that we had more fingers and grew taller back in the day and now we are you know five five and 135 pounds so at the same time the christians don't want to accept it because if that's accepted then it proves more that things like the book of Enoch, which is no longer and has not been canonized, uh, actually took out of canonization, um, would be true. But the problem with the book of Enoch is that it goes directly against everything else that the Bible teaches. So you have these two great warring factions, Darwinianism and Christianity, that both don't want to admit to these large skeletons. Well, why would that be? Because if both of those institutions got shattered, everything would be shattered. So you go back and this actually ties into what Joe was talking about or Joe mentioned that, you know, Andy and myself have kind of gotten into is these dates keep popping up between 800 and 1300 A.D. In 1250, it was a very significant year. That's when the Catholics started their crusades. It's when they invaded Helsinki um, and they turned what we knew of the Bible into something else. Now, this was still when it was strictly being translated from Hebrew and Greek. Well, we didn't find the Dead Sea Scrolls until the mid-1900s. Why would something so precious and in many cases like the Book of Enoch dated before the other books of the Bible be hidden? So the idea is, is that because of the contents, if you were to believe the Book of Enoch, these things of watchers, um, basically alien races that had been given our planet as basically a budding plant to take care of and nurture and teach, which is where the Bible would have come from. It's to show us how to progress on our planet. And we basically said, no, as the Bible would say, we rejected God when really in the Bible, the word for God is us. So you have all of these different things that start connecting, yet we've rejected them. And then you have these turning points in history. So that was that was the rabbit hole that I went down yesterday. And I'm 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 connecting these things with uh, Indian burial mounds and all this other stuff. And it did come into play with that box saga where they're talking about the root language. The, it's the idea that they had one sound for different parts 
of their original continent, where every one of those sounds, and I think it's like 37 different sounds, not only meant something, but when you applied them in sequence, it told a story just in that word. And they have a theory that uh, Atlantis was actually Alt-Lant-Is, which means all land ice. Well, if you go up to the Nordic countries, there's a lot of ice up there. Um, but what Jen is saying is, are those the words in Norwegian? But it, but it might be. In that case, that's it might the be. thing. This root language yeah. goes to both Finnish and English. Right. So you can tie them both together, but it's just those two languages. Now, right, there. So, it, yeah. Good. I just have a, a lot of comments. <laughs> think, so what Boxago will say is that, like the the English language and this language, or not even English, Germanic languages, maybe yeah. they they all kind of have the same root, and that's like the most important language, which is fine with me. That's like where they go, though. It's kind of like what Joe was saying but isn't earlier. The, okay, well, there's a bunch of different versions. So. Isn't it the like Sanskrit and stuff? Like if you go, it goes like India up around the back of Europe into Sweden. Like that was the migration of human beings. And that is like how the language goes. So if you're talking about that, I think it has to go all the well, way. According, like, it to doesn't the stop there. according to the box saga, they have different Ragnaroks. And the second Ragnarok is when the, the nice. uh, world was covered in ice. At that time, the pole shifted. So according to the box saga, our pole used to be straight up and down, not that 20 degree tilt. When it was, the center of that pole was Helsinki, otherwise known as hell. Hell was not nice. a bad place, but the Catholics in 1250 invaded to destroy what they considered paganism, nice. the Vikings who worshipped all of these old gods. And so the idea is, is that when that happened, they migrated from the pole down. So now you have the migration from the pole into what would now be the Scandinavian countries and also the Indian countries. Is it possible countries. those are just the Neanderthals? Because if you look at a map of Neanderthals and a map of blonde people, it's, I think, pretty much exactly the same. And if you do your 23andMe, like, I fucking failed that IQ test a long time ago. Can you believe it? People can't believe it. Like, oh, my I God. Can't believe. And not, I don't even care about myself, but I doomed my children. Although <laughs> they took that little drop of blood the day they were born anyway. So I don't know if you're- well, I think we're all doomed. We're all equally doomed. We're it's all fine. doomed. But uh, so I was- So sub-Saharan Africans do not have Neanderthal. DNA. Europeans do. For some reason, Asians have double what Europeans have. So I don't know if that has to do with, you know, where, where it came from, but seems to me because it, it's, it's, it seems like a subset of humanity has bl blue eyes. Like that's just weird. Very few people have blue eyes and I feel like it's just Neanderthals. I mean, I was going to say, we all three have blue eyes. It's so rare. So probably Neanderthals. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like 2% Neanderthal. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I think, I know that sounds crazy. I, it's one of those things where it's like been in my, bouncing around my brain pan for so long and it just <laughs> seems to come out of nowhere. But I really, if you look at it, because most people have brown, like of the 7 billion people on earth, how many do you think have blue eyes? I don't know. Don't, we could give that a goog and find out. I don't know. Don't you Lene think has they them could too. all trace their heritage back to that tiny little place in Northern Europe? I mean, what other place started well, blue-eyed people? And this is why I started thinking about it, because they say that human beings left Africa 40,000 years ago. 
So in 40,000 years, it went from sub-Saharan African to my Swedish nanny. And then, so what about the Inuit? What about the Eskimos? How long have they, you know, like, so say, well, they had to adapt to the like ice and everything. And in 40,000 years, you turn completely ice blue. But how long have the Eskimos been there? You know, and then what about people in in South America, like uh, Tierra del Fuego? Like those people came. The the story of human migration, the official narrative is they came up from Africa. They went uh, forty thousand years ago, went all the way across Asia, across the Bering Strait, over into Canada, down through North America, down through South America, and are in Tierra del Fuego. So. I don't understand why those people still have brown eyes. If there's all this, you know, if, you know, like I just don't, well, 40,000 years just doesn't seem enough to become a uh, blue eyed. And I feel like they're, I think it's their Nand. I think you guys are well, no offense. Not everything. No, I would agree. <laughs> I just think uh, a lot of this stuff could be is, a compliment. I don't, I never met a Neanderthal. The reason it doesn't make sense. A lot of this stuff is because I think people just don't know what the fuck they're talking about half the time, but it gets well, written down. I'm not saying I know what the fuck and, I'm talking about. Right. No, so no, not you. Like, like, history, no, like no, in God. general, people don't know. Well, that stuff. Do you know for sure? Like you said that they destroyed the evidence. So what makes you believe that there is evidence? Like show me the giant skull, take it, pull it out from your desk and explain to me how you know that it's real. Well, I'm not, I'm not trying to challenge you, but I just don't understand how am I supposed to know that there were really that there really are giant skulls somewhere? Well, first of all, they do have uh, they do have genuine pictures from back when they got them in the late 1800s. But um, they have dinosaur pictures too from then, and that's yeah, complete yeah. bullshit. So, th but this is exactly my point: is that around that time when these things were coming up, a lot of the most secure. I guess you could say history has been oral history from indigenous tribes. Right. And they don't have dinosaurs in that, but no, they might but have almost giants. every and Native have American God. tribe yeah. has nothing but history of these giants. And in the episode I was listening with what they were talking about, almost, almost all of the Native American tribes will say, we did not make these mounds. But the official narrative is that the Native Americans made the Native American burial mounds. So they have their own lore, including teaming up to take down these giants. And it's in those provinces that you can find these giants. And this you you can look it up yourself. Uh, I mean, again, you can't. This is where the rabbit hole takes on a whole new monster, because at any given point, you can turn around and say, but how do we know just because it's saying that we found oh, it and it's like Spriggle's all right fair on enough. A page my, my brother makes fun of me he's telling me like some historical thing and i was like how do you know it's like i read it i said so squiggles on a page he's like right. well everything is squiggles <laughs> on a page i'm like right welcome exactly. to my world <laughs> the, <laughs> fucking the torture more, the more that i've come down to in the last in the last couple of days is that regardless of what is true it's definitely not what we've always thought so if that's the case and you take away what we've always been told then doesn't that make really anything possible? So when when you start having collective stories that are matching up indiscriminately and anonymously, yeah, I'm with you there. That I like, do. I like do. Egyptian hieroglyphs with perfect illustration of what yeah. we would consider grays today in right. the alien world. It's it could be real or it could just be a real profound human archetype. And why would we have that? You know, why, why would that exist? Why would it be there when dinosaurs are not? 
Right. Well, all we know is right. that all these questions open up more questions because Absolutely. then you can, you can rebut anything and re, you know have an argument against anything, and it just yeah. opens up more questions. And then you're back worse where you start from where you started. <laughs> and it's like, really Shit. important though to Way remember when, when we have questions like this, or sometimes people relate to some alternative theory. And it's really important to keep an open mind the same way that right. we do when we hear CNN say that you definitely need your booster. It's super important. And we just say, like, fuck that. Brought but then we Pfizer. hear some crazy thing <laughs> about, I don't know, whatever is going on in our community. Sometimes people cling to that. But it's important to have an open eye and an open mind sometimes when you hear crazy shit. It doesn't I mean totally it's agree. false. Yeah. But you have to just like take it with a grain of salt and do your own no, research. Like we always say, I'm you not making fun of it at all. I actually want to completely switch gears and sure. hear about how you just saw the curvature of the earth. Oh, I yeah. Just, this is the fourth, the fourth time, my fourth proof that the earth is curved. Once I was in the Concorde, which is like a rocket, and you could see the earth just curving. Another time I intentionally i went on a business trip to like indonesia or something so i flew eastward to get there and then i flew eastward to get back and the sun was in the correct place the you know where it should have been the entire time so i circumnavigated the globe in a week and it worked <laughs> so and then um a a navy chaplain once told me and i believe this checked out that if you want to fire, uh, if you have ships in war, you want to drop down behind the horizon so they can't see you. And then you want to shoot your missiles or whatever. And you have to adjust for the curvature of the earth. So at 6.13 or 6.15, when I was waiting for you guys, that my husband, good thing you were, uh, it took a little longer than you expected. My husband started shouting, like literally like, get over here right away, right away, right. I just thought, what could be that important? Nothing's that important, right? So like I'm dragging my ass out there, whatever. He's overreacting. And he's like, look at that. Look at that. He He's from Houston. So he loves rockets. Like he loves basketball rockets and he loves rockets in the sky because Houston was like, keep whatever. Canaveral. So I don't remember what's in Houston, but anyway, he went we to like problem Houston, that whole thing. Yes. He went, he went to yeah. space camp when he was a kid. Now he goes to sleep away. What a nerd. Yeah. Well, he does barbecue <laughs> camp in Austin now. So I think that's a little bit, or maybe it's still in Houston. So I, we come outside and there's a, a white squiggle. It looks like you ever see those ribbon dancers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The ribbon dancers. Yeah, I've yeah. seen this once before. It's a SpaceX rocket. Which is why I think they may actually get to the moon now, because what Werner von Braun said is, I'm not working on the moon project until you find a new kind of fuel, because the fuel we have is too heavy to get you to the moon and back and off the ground. So you need a new kind of fuel. So that's why they're working on getting to the moon now, because they have this new kind of fuel. And it was a SpaceX rocket. And it's going, going, going. We're watching it. We see like one of the things disconnect. And then my husband had on the on the laptop, like it was, it was guided landing and it landed exactly perfectly. This thing that shot back from outer space landed perfectly on a barge because they're going to reuse it. It was very cool, very cool. And then my my son said, uh, yeah, that, so we're watching it disappear, you know, over the horizon. And he said, you realize that's going straight up. And I was like, 
So it was going straight up. But the reason it looked like it was going like this is because we were pulling away from it because the earth is rotating. So it couldn't have gotten out. There's no way, like it would be just a ridiculous waste of fuel. And I, I don't even know if it would be physically possible for it to just curve like that and blip out the other end of the atmosphere. It would never do that. They shoot it straight up. If it can get out, if it can escape the atmosphere at all, it can escape gravity enough to go straight up. But it takes it so damn long that we fall away. And it was absolutely the curvature of the earth. It was freaking. interesting. So yeah. we got Moral Bob. I know you know Moral Bob. Huge yes. flat earther. Shout out Moral Bob. Hey, uh, love we we've done a, a flat earth debate with him and somebody else. Didn't work out quite the way we wanted it to. But uh, we're going to try to schedule another one because he is very convinced and everybody else is very convinced and we're just yeah. sitting here watching them fight because it's funny. So we're going to actually try to do another uh, flat earth debate on this and I will have to bring that one up because that's okay. one I actually Or if you want to come back on. I was afraid you were going to say that and I was like, oh, I hope they didn't realize that. I was just like, you want me to come on and debate? I no, no, debate. no, because, no. So Moral Bob is awesome though. Like he, I love he, Moral Bob. I'm like a sister yeah. of Moral Bob's in a way. All right. Hell yeah. yeah. No, we love that. Moral Bob's amazing. I love listening to his I don't care whether or not the earth is round or flat. So I'll say that yeah. I've said it before. I'll, our fans all know, but uh, I love hearing his arguments for flat earth because it's never, it's something I've never thought about. I would but like I, also, I, those are my four arguments. And also I have a big telescope because my husband loves this stuff and I've watched. So maybe the earth isn't round, but Jupiter sure is because, and Saturn, because I've watched, I've actually watched the moons of Jupiter like disappear behind Jupiter. So you, in this telescope, I can see Jupiter and I can see the four moons. I don't know how many moons there are, but I can see four. And sometimes you see three and sometimes you see four and then it just blips into three because they're ducking behind and you can see Saturn. You can see the rings around Saturn and you can see the shadow that Saturn casts on the ring. So the ring has a little bit of a shadow on it. It's freaky. It's freaky. There's just, this it's is not why you possible. need to come on, Monica, because this, I love I hearing round earth wanna... arguments too. I, I, I don't I like to, to I don't like to challenge people's beliefs. No, no, well, no, you're not. You're just saying things like that's all the debate should be. Like, I don't want people yelling at each other back and forth. I, I know that Ben and Joe don't either, but just people both saying, Hey, what about this? Hey, what about this? And just, arguing in a okay. non way. This is why we're the moderators, though, is because I don't really care. I'll watch people fight and just be like, Boner. I don't care. No, but well, I'm I not fighting. Well, my thing was oh, no, that no. if you they know Moral Bob really well and you're really comfortable with him, then it should be that much less sure. of an involved debate. Okay. I'll do it. Yeah, he would never be disrespectful But to I you. also don't want to step on your thing. You got oh, something man. working. Just no, you know, no, we we are not arguing. Oh no! So no, no Michael Jackson eating the popcorn. Debate. We're the moderators. <laughs> We're just hosting, and then we have two other people on, or two or three or four, I, whoever wants to be on each side. I yeah. want to believe the Earth is flat. Like that would be super right. fun for me, but I cannot, I cannot do it. Every time I, I just, there's more and more evidence. That's I mean, why these debates are fun. Is because as I a like matter of fact, you know. I don't think they would have told us it was round if they had it to do over again. Like, I think the problem is that they let that slip out while we were still getting real information. I'm sure they would. That's just a piece of information that's so important that for us to ever discover the truth about anything, if we didn't know that, 
as like the the vulgar the the vulgarians the common people if we didn't know that we would never be able to figure anything out it's like the electron microscope like we they there's all now this fundamental knowledge about atoms and stuff that we can never verify firsthand because we're not the priests of the electron microscope and we don't speak the greek that they write that stuff in right but i feel like that that they let the cat out of the bag with the with the you know, sphere earth, I guess would be the right way to say it. I know. I don't know. So I, think the, that- I know the, the flat earthers uh, response to that is that everything's inverted. And I kind of agree with that. Every, every time you look at something, everything is inverted. Totally. Mean, yes. This like preceded that earlier, though, is that there are truths sprinkled in with lies. So it, to me, the earth isn't round or flat. It's something that we don't know because it's so skewed that it could be a fucking triangle. Like, I don't know. Maybe every other thing is round and we're a fucking triangle. Like, I, I whatever would realm we live in, <laughs> the earth, the earth is neither round nor flat. And I think just the argument in general, just to divide people is exactly the goal. And it works. Oh, whoa, didn't I tell you? Oh, uh, that I was reading this book called Rosewater and it said it was talking about people who were still using the internet and not in the metaverse. And they called, he said he was a, a flat earth motherfucker. And I was like, oh, they ridicule. Isn't that interesting? That's what I think the flat earth thing is for. Weird. A flat earth motherfucker. Shame people into getting into the metaverse. Huh. By people who don't make that three dimensional leap are people who are flat earthers. Like, which is, huh. oh, it's going to be like if you don't think Biden's cool, then you're a Trump supporting QAnon listener. Come on, yeah. Man. And they already have the insult ready that has an right. archetype in your mind. So, like, look, we're all flat right now. See how flat we are? That's fucked up. Oh, very flat, very right? flat. But if we, if we, if we were cool, we'd be in the metaverse and we could, you know, grope each other or whatever. And, <laughs> and, and, oh, and it, relics like us, dinosaurs like us, flat earthers like us are crazy and unworthy. I just feel like that. I I honestly believe that that's why the flat well, earth thing was invented. That's so funny that you say that actually, because I just posted that that uh, video of Katy Perry's weird eyeball thing, and I just thought it was a funny. Fu- it looks funny, okay. And I I made a joke about her being a robot, and I got into this long ass conversation with somebody on Instagram, and then somebody else called me you dumb flat earther who thinks she's a robot. I'm like, where did oh, that like, come from? Oh, so I'm they planted here, that buddy. picture to make people think that. I don't know. I they was like, planted what are you that about? picture to cause a divide. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. Joe just made a joke, and people were just like, "It's eyelash glue. Who cares?" And, and I was like, "This is a joke." He page, was like, fucker. "Hey, he's like, you're getting really mad about my joke about Katy Perry being a robot. Like, it was just a joke, all comedy, no serious conversation." That's about really people. funny. I had not seen that. Well, now, everybody was- just shoots your social media in the face. Get rid like, of it. Like one flat Earth was. And what she's they got thought. cans for cans. Yes. You see the picture? Yep. She's dressed mm-hmm. in in metal garbage. That's definitely. Well, she is hot garbage, so it makes sense. And then she just touches her temple. So I can see, though, as a girl who's, I I think I've that never happened to you. On Look at time. that picture. That no, 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 happen. that's never happened to me. But if I had them glued on that tight, I can see pulling your temple to break the seal from the 
upper and lower oh, lids. Oh, yes. This is what you would I do. I will say sure. that. Yes, that's oh, what you But she do. does it in a really subtle way, but it looks like she's activating her, like, robot. Ah, like, yeah, you hit your temple button. That's how no. you fix your eyelid malfunction. Okay. Right, that was the joke. I can see both sides, though. I can see where someone would pull on their temple exactly and as subtly as possible. Yeah. Yeah, I got yeah, fucking raked on Instagram, <laughs> though. I'm like, dude, I'm at work right now. I don't have time to deal with these people. Sorry, Ben, we kept cutting you off. Go ahead. Sorry. They're fine. He's falling no, asleep. I, no, yeah. I, what I think is funny is that, I mean, Flat Earth was taught, again, up until the late 1800s when the heliolistic model is what came into play as they figured it out. So oh, Flat Earth God. was the common knowledge up until less than 150 years ago. That's Hold what they on. taught in what school. What about Magellan? Didn't Magellan um, figure that out? The other... So I, I have yes, a but it wasn't that... accepted. I have a coworker who said he has an encyclopedia that references flat earth from the late 1800s that her great, great grandparents had at their house that she used to look at when she was little. And this woman is only in her fifties. She's not old. And she said, Oh, I remember looking at these encyclopedias at my grandparents' house and they would talk about the flat earth. And I was like, do you have those? And she couldn't, she said they're in storage. My grandma, my great grandma passed away. I'm looking for, or Greener Postures is looking for an old encyclopedia. So if she wants to dig that out, either they or I will pay good money for this, the whole set. All right. Well, I'll have to talk to you about that because she'll probably good money. Be like there's a comment in, in it. There's going to be a comment okay. in that. So All right. the reason the reason why I brought that up is because it wasn't recently invented, but it has seen a large resurgence. And the reason why it has a large resurgence is because of all of the so-called conspiracy theories that now have come to light as true, whether it be the UFO research, yes, whether it I be, totally whether it be people totally. really, really starting to with HD, uh, able to break down the moon landing in 69. Well, you know, then why haven't we returned? Well, we lost the technology. You lost 1969 <laughs> technology, and but we can pictures. use this shit. They love so, the pictures too. The other thing too is that what I really can't stand is much like Joe and Jen, I'm like, all I know is that it's not what we're fucking being told. But what bothers me is how people instantly get angry at somebody who believes in flat earth. Like it makes them oh. it makes them mentally angry. And I go, why? I don't give a shit if they want to say that the world is a fucking piece of paper. I don't give a shit. Like for me, it's like MAGA people. Let's have a I conversation like about it. I want to hear your story. Trump is real, but I like the MAGA people. Yeah, it, it, well, the whole thing is just stupid. It's like, isn't this the whole point of figuring it out? No, but no, but that's not the world we live in anymore. It's that if you have an opposing opinion, you get shut down. You get called this, that, and the other, and it's like. Dude, I, I just want to hear stories. They thought they're no, that's, that's, that's the really, problem with the really show recently. Is that we're so open to so many people coming on with their various opinions that people will automatically pigeonhole us as a certain thing because oh, yeah. of a certain person that comes on the show. And I'm like, I don't even believe half of what they said. I don't believe half yeah. of what I, I think say. he's a fed. I wasn't going to be rude to the guy, but halfway through, I realized he works with the CIA. Like, I, 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 love <laughs> Who cares? I would literally have, I would have Joe <laughs> Biden on just to have like. Joe Biden on. Where's your home? I would have him on. I'd talk to him. I'd ask him where his home was. Are you in Oregon? I would ask him all the questions. Yes. Well, people are so trained now with movies, media, everything we're seeing on social media that everyone should feel the same exact way. We all should feel the same way. And if you don't feel the same way as the mainstream, you're an outsider. So then you're trained to believe 
that the mainstream is you, like you're a part of it. And if someone's outside your train of thought, they're fucking bad and wrong. So then it, it gives this feeling of superiority and we don't feel this, but I can feel it in other people. Like when people are like, who'd you vote for? Or even people who get mad at people who wear masks alone while they're in the car like that. I'll say that yeah. for this community, for our listeners, I do not get mad at someone who's wearing a mask alone in their car because guess what? I don't give a flying hug <laughs> what anyone's doing alone in their car. And if you are paying <laughs> attention to that, that's just as fucking bad as, you know, being mad that there's vaccine mandates and whatever. Like just the stop caring so much. I have the about same what reaction to people wearing masks alone in the car as I do when I see a picture of Zelensky in uh, a like a short sleeve green t-shirt with like that um Miami Vice beard that thing. War got, stubble. It's war yes. stubble. And, and it's I fucking just, BDU camo pants. I just pants. start laughing uncontrollably, which is terrible because people who aren't in on it, it's like when I saw like some beheadings out of Syria. There are real fucking beheadings and I've seen those videos. Oh, I believe it. Fucked up. But sorry, I assume we're allowed to use vulgarity. Uh, so oh you guys so don't, good. aren't though? Because I guess you respect me, but I don't respect myself because I'm uh, definitely. What are you talking about? We, we we cuss all the time. Fuck, fuck, okay. fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, your intro has cursing. I take it as a sign of respect. You won't curse my face. Which is hilarious because our intro also has you. Oh, yes. yeah, I do think so. I'm glad I didn't catch that this time. Oh, we actually both cursing and Monica. And we also have this. Oh, Agent. Agent. Yeah, that, yes, that's the one. one. <laughs> <laughs> but I just think it's so funny that this guy is, uh, they act like he's, yeah, people who don't, who don't, aren't in on the joke think that I'm la like, you know, thousands of people are being bombed by every minute by Putin and you're, you're laughing at that guy. And actually, I'm sure people are. That's a terrible situation, very tragic. But when I see this guy come out of his bunker and there's like, it looks like a movie set. And then have you seen the one that where it is a movie set? Have you seen the one of him on the green screen with the, they're making a hologram of him and they show how they can place him in different settings. It's the craziest, totally real. It's crazy. Peter Gabriel is in it for some crazy reason. Anyway, so I see this and you see him come out from his bunker and it's got Macron, it's got Boris Johnson, it's got whatever, Nancy Pelosi, and they're all in their suits. And he's like in his in his fatigues with this thing like, okay, we better take cover. You know, I've been trying to shave for months, but there's no water in this damn bunker. You know, it's like, <laughs> you, what the fuck? It's well, he's an actor. Fake. I know, he's an actor, just <laughs> like Trump. He's an actor, but I see that and I see people in the car with the masks on. And I just laugh and it kind of sucks because I'll be driving past them and I'm really not laughing at them. It just tickles my funny bone. I just think it's funny because it's all in their minds, you know? It's, it's really, very you can even say the whole thing is real and masks work, but that is in their minds. It really For is in their sure. minds. Actually, it, it's we, uh, funny though. It's funny. I just don't like when people get angry about it. I guess no, I just want no. To and I, I probably you can make laugh about it all you want because I just thought I think it's so funny. Nah, it's okay no, to laugh actually, about it. It's we silly. actually have a a live feed here from uh, Zelensky. I love lamp. Oh, that sounds like <laughs> about what he would say. Huh. Well, and the thing is, too, is the bombing very, very bad there, Zelensky? I love lamp. Are you just saying you love lamp or do you really love lamp? I love lamp. Okay. Thank you, Zelensky. <laughs> like, my whole thing is, too, is that it's like, 
why why is it that we have to split hairs on making fun of somebody and then also getting angry at them i'll make fun of whoever the fuck i want if i see you wearing a mask in a car guess what i'm gonna make fun of you yeah like it doesn't mean that i hate you it doesn't mean that i'm mad at you but i am gonna go ha 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 Look at that. It's just a lot of time to spend on someone else's choices. Like that wouldn't yeah. be all right. So I was thinking the well, other day. Well, but they're I, trying to impose someone, their shit on you. You know they, that. they are, but who cares? Like I just try not to care. I so I imagine if it was five, ten years ago and you saw someone in their car alone wearing a mask, would you be angry? Would you even care? No, but you might these be people like, are clearly they're I trying be concerned. To lock us up like those people are. We're not the ones looking for legislation. We're not the ones looking for rules. Those the, the chances are those are the people who are looking for, to impose on my life because they have a delusion. And when I used to see people in a mask 10 years ago, I was so stupid. I thought they were sick. That's what I was about to say. Is I that thought they I, were I ill and very considerate. And then I realized that they, they were, were paranoid and think that I am right. They think that I am the lowest form of life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you're yeah, disgusting. How... You're like, look like a human being, but we all know you're just an animal. Get away from me. And yeah, put your muzzle back from on. Other countries. I, huh? I think the reason, yeah, the reason is just so it's so layered because when uh, somebody like, us you could say see somebody like that in the car there's a million things that go it's not just somebody in mask in their car there's this whole last two years there's this whole like you said right. the delusional there's i guarantee you they love biden like there's this whole like automatic right. stereotyping of this person They're in and the basket. <laughs> you're arguing with them in your head without even saying but a then word. you've been like, programmed too if I'm you're doing yes. in your mind you're yes. programmed too if that's all yes. what goes through your mind and i'm not arguing with you babe i love yeah. you but no if, i didn't if say that, I am. if all of those yeah. things go through your head then you've been had man sorry drive on past and go on doing what you're doing then yeah, that's a problem a, if you see somebody being in a mask and think that they're a biden supporter right there you're doing the very thing Mm -hmm. that people are doing to us by saying we don't want to wear masks. Right. It's a yeah. divisive like, thing, but it, nine yeah, times percent it is true, but it also doesn't really matter. <laughs> so that, that yeah, comes back to the, what we were talking about before the show. And we, we can wrap on this. Cause I know you get, you're getting going soon. Ben's fading, but uh, real quick, uh, all we talked about with the midterms and normally when uh, you're on, it's more of a geopolitical type thing, but uh we're so out of the loop with the midterms and who's running and everything. And what we talked about a couple days ago was they should all be strung up by their necks. Doesn't really matter if there's a red wave. Doesn't matter who's in the Senate or the house. I don't fucking care. They all suck and continue living your life. So do you have anything to add to that? Or is that pretty <laughs> much? Uh, oh, that was a big breath. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I don't have a lot of hope. I think the Republic Republicans always let me down. Like my old standby though, is if they think they can give you a, you know, an avowed communist, like if Bernie Sanders or socialist or whatever, if Bernie Sanders really did win, like, or they put him in, that's because they think they can get away with that. DeSantis, in my opinion, is absolutely definitely an inside job Definitely. He was like a JAG guy, a judge advocate general and a Navy SEAL. And he went to Yale Law School. I mean, uh, the the guy is clearly created at That's some level. He was procured. 
procured or created what's oh, procured? I, was, I, I was talking about like the whole baby buying thing from earlier go ahead oh yes yes like that <laughs> and yes i'm sure so but my point is if the words they are making him say are things that at least i like the sound of that's better you know that's better so i would rather have people who have to lie to me than people who don't because there's so many people who are like think i'm wrong a lot of people think that like our general viewpoint everybody here is yeah. is reasonable even though it's mocked on the media like whatever you're talking about liberty or like just sanity or anything if enough people don't think that that they have to that the people at, on the top have to pretend that we have a point i like that you know i like that i want i want to keep them feeling like they haven't gotten a hold of our minds yet. They lie to us. We don't hold them to the fire. I don't vote for Republicans and Democrats. I don't like, like, well, we've just got to get Republican, even if they are like, no, I don't. I vote for Ron Paul. I vote for my mom. You know, I'll vote, but just to register my protests and I'll vote something real. Like I would vote for you guys if if it made any sense whatsoever. Right, I'm voting for you for president in a couple of years. Just letting you know. There, there. I do have somewhere Perez and Binkley 2020 thing that would have been actually probably an improvement for sure. Uh, so anyway, I just I don't care about it at all. I'm not sure that the elections are real. If they were real, and my guy, whoever that is, which is nobody, got in, um, could he try to do his best? No, they would kill him or turn him. And if he were actually able to do his best, what good would it do? Because how do you even get started? The closest we ever came was Ron Paul waking people up simply to restoring the Constitution. That's all we would have to do. You don't have to reinvent this wheel. And even as as close, when he won Iowa, I think that's when they're like, we need to redirect this energy to just some loudmouth identity politics guy on the right. So they're way ahead of us and it doesn't matter, but I am glad that there are enough people who are pissed that they show up in their MAGA hats and, you know, <laughs> they, they like, you know, I just, I, I'm happy that they're, they're at least not capitulating, but I agree with Jen. Like it's the reactionary thing is, is probably a trap too, because then you yeah, might and- get like fascism and then, then that's going to be worse. And I don't know. I think it's I just might. Being the same thing in a different direction. You know? So my, my was... idea is try to figure out a way like I, it can be, if I don't have to work or I can do this, like just a really remote place where I can, my kids are probably going to all be sterile because of the back shit flying around their faces and uh, whatever, mm-hmm. the, whoever they marry is definitely going to have some kind of epicyte you know, sterilizing corner. I don't know what. So let's just hope that I can find a little corner of the world, have enough money to make my cocktails. And like Ben said, just eat the popcorn. Yeah. And uh, also everybody, please stop sucking Tulsi Gabbard's dick because she is a graduate of the young global leaders <laughs> of the world. Stop it. Just stop it with her. I'm over it. All right, Monica, tell everybody where they can find you and what you're oh, doing. And you. we'll let you, we'll cut you loose and uh, feed you to the wolves. Yes, yes, thank you. No, yes, my wolves are my family. I've got a right. house full of boys right That's now. What I meant. So, yes, yes. So, I am doing deep dives with Monica Perez. It's so much more work than I, I thought I could just, until I had more time in my life, I could just have this little placeholder of a thing. And I was going to do one every single day. I can barely do one a week. 
it's I take a headline of the day and I just really get to the bottom of it. And I think they're pretty good, but they're a lot of work. So I also do interviews. I do buddy dives, talk to other people. You can get that at Deep Dives with Monica Perez on your favorite podcasting platform. But I do also like to chit chat. So you can chat with me on Twitter at Monica Perez Show. Hell yeah. Well, Hell yeah. with thank all you know, and Rockman, propaganda report. Yes. And with how busy you are, we, we thank you so much for taking time for our retarded show here. And sorry about <laughs> the word retarded. I just say it all the time. You don't, you don't mean it in a bad way. Some of the, no. some of my favorite people are retarded. <laughs> we, we mean it in a nineties way. Yeah. Yeah. We mean it in the, uh, the OG way. It's where like we're gay, the South men. park, South park. Yeah. Way. <laughs> I say gay or retarded. I just mean Ben. So take it as that. I got you, babes. Oh, ben. All right. <laughs> oh, Have thank you so much for having everybody. me. Of course, okay. we'll, we will see you again soon. And one day you will come up here and actually have a cocktail with us in person. I mean, you'll That's make true. us a cocktail in person. Absolutely. You. you make the syrups, you make, you grow the, we'll make it out of your chicken's eggs. There yes. you go. Oh, you're not making me a drink out of right. eggs. That's no, that's what a flip is. We started with a flip. A flip has a whole egg in it, and a sour has only an egg white. There you go. So you that's proves you're circle. not AOC. I'm so not that's AOC. Good podcasting right there. I know how to crack a can in a shotgun. That's it. All right, guys. Thanks, everybody. Have a great night. Thanks, Monica. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.